0: Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And before we get to our pre-recording SmackDown talk, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com and use the promo code Scott, S-C-O-T-T to get 10% off your first crate. That not only helps support this show and, uh, you know, gets the word out and it does everything. That gets you a pro wrestling loot crate sent directly to your house filled with cool pro wrestling stuff. That supports your pro wrestling addiction, guys. Yeah, your collector need. I need this wrestling need to be fulfilled. The only way that's going to happen is if a box is sent to my home or shipping address or work or office with the promo code Scott used. <laughs> yeah, we went mm-hmm. to Hell in a cell you know what's not there anymore? That shocks Steve to no end? There's no more t-shirt guns. Oh my god, there was a t-shirt guns. I forgot. <laughs> I was so shocked that I. Ugh. Yeah. I. How could you remind me? The, yeah. There's no. There's no gun with everybody clamoring and trying to beat their children in the face. Ooh, I get hope we got a China t-shirt. t-shirt. Ooh, China, China, China. Yeah. Some some old shirt that's in the bin. You know the the terrible Jack Swagger. We the people hand over the heart. Ah, uh, we got a bunch of these khaki shirts. What are we gonna do with them? Well, <laughs> go get the cannon. Yeah. That's gone, everybody. That's not there. So what's even better is you get better stuff than the WWE is going to sell you. You get really awesome, independently made, corporate made, all kinds of different stuff. Autographs, DVDs, figures. Who knows what's in there? That's part of the fun. The mystery shows up right to your door. That's a crate full of loot. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted to be a YouTube sensation, if you're like... Well, maybe I'll I'll make some videos someday and then unbox it. You could do that, yeah. You Burgeoning that. Market, the Internet. Yeah, yeah. We've seen uh, we've seen many a superstar come from the Internet, and that could be you as well. So use the promo code Scott to get ten percent off your first grade and get a bunch of awesome wrestling loot sent straight to your house by going to prowrestlingloot.com. Superstar Billy Internet. That's right. <laughs> he can tap dance. <laughs> Steve, we went to Hell in the Cell. Hell of a show. Hell of a show in the cell. Yeah, or is it you're like, well, ah, it's all right. Uh, I loved it. I had a really good time while I was there. Afterwards, I was kind of like, eh. It was the weirdest sensation that after the show, there was, you know, all these different wrestling groups. We all meet up beforehand. There's people I know from AfterBuzz. There's people I've known who have been uh, former writers of the show. Just other comedians we know. It's The thing in town, like, it's all of us coming together, and we all see each other and say hi. And then afterwards, like, hey, we're all going to hang out, right? We're all going to hang out. We all meet up afterwards. I'm kind of tired. I think I'll see you later. Yeah, it was kind of a mass exodus after the show. It was weird. I I know, personally, I had to get up very early the next day. Yes. However, it did not feel like a stick around and hang out after the pay-per-view show to me also. like, And I feel like it was spread like wildfire quickly. One thing that surprised me, I did hang out for a while, hung out with some good friends, um, is that... Well, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) You were there! You could have gone! Yeah, and um, we hung out, and I was like, oh, man, what time is it? 10. It was 10 p.m. We had hung out. You know, we walked. We went to a restaurant, bar, had food. They had drink. And uh, hung out for a long time, talked, chit-chatted, had laughs. Still just 10 p.m. It's 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 early because the shows start at five. Yeah, so you're like, oh, I got to get up early in th- thirteen hours. Oh, I yeah, I got home and I went straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't, I wasn't. Trust me, I wasn't still up hankering for some partying. Mm, all right, yeah, because I went to an Irish pub, but I got me some spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, wow, that good old classic uh, Irish pub right by Staples Center. Yeah, they call them Blarney Balls <laughs> and noodle strings <laughs> yeah don't forget your noodle strings and your blarney balls steve uh there there always seems to be a uh a little uh swell on the twitter about like well what are the concessions you guys are going to have steve you should give a full report of the so concessions we had at staples at Helm immediately Self. we're waiting in line for food at staples center and scott says to me hey they got banh mi and i was like what and they, i had no idea And they had chicken vietnamese sandwiches mm-hmm uh Personally, as a banh mi aficionado, I mean, I've only had a few here and there, but I'm a total snob about it. I remember after I, yes, ate, he is. after I ate it, Scott was like, wow, that was a really good banh mi sandwich. And I was like, I didn't find it to be a great banh mi sandwich. It was a wonderful chicken sandwich, but I wouldn't call it a good Vietnamese sandwich. And then he extended I immediately his hand killed and his arm and put his thumb down for the wrestler to be killed in the ring. Yes, this sandwich shall be executed. And then uh Scott got himself some nachos. Yeah. With like the uh I like what the nacho cheese sauce is pretty much they just made macaroni and cheese and then took all the noodles out and threw those away. That's yeah. that's good nachos to me. It is good nachos. And uh at one point, Mark Wozekka left for about forty-five minutes, saying he wanted to get a pretzel, and then he came back with a pretzel. But it took him that long. He found he yeah went and scoured everywhere to find a pretzel, a Wetzel's pretzel mm-hmm. specifically, not yeah. a Staples Center pretzel, a Wetzel pretzel. Yeah, it was Steve Sears, Mark Wozekka, and myself. We all sat together, and uh, I happened to sit next to. Um, I put on Twitter as a as a as a fuckwit. Really, fuckwit. I would have called him a Brock Lesnar super fan. I don't think he liked much of anything. I'll be perfectly honest. No, he's he was a vocal wrestling fan, but he was a Brock Lesnar super fan, and I'll tell you why. He wore Adidas training pants, mm-hmm. white Nikes, mm-hmm. like the square boxy ones that uh Lesnar wears. Yeah, he in two thousand three. Yeah, he cut the T-shirt. He had cut the Brock Lesnar T-shirt. He had. He cut the sleeves off. Uh huh. He was a total Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He made the show a little rough. Um, oh, he was a turn and talker though, wasn't he? But not to anyone. It was at our section. Yeah, and he was the internet in its in its worst, just pouring out. It it was tough. All I did, I know I'm my mother's son because I just made faces and said things under my breath. I did see you nod a couple times, but I think it wasn't you nodding. It was nodding. and you I'd, I'd look over at you, and you'd have one of these looks on your face, and you'd bring your chin, and you'd be like, well, this is happening. Yep, yep, and that's the kind of stuff that my mom does, and I know it's just pouring out with, like, you have no social cues whatsoever. Oh, my God, I can see why you came alone. And it's great that wrestling fans want to come to the show, and they're so diehard. I used to be that way, where I just go by myself, but I wouldn't. If I were going to do stuff like that, I'd want to say something. Because one of the first things he did right off the bat was when we were sitting there, it was the U.S. Open Challenge, and he's chanting for Daniel Bryan to be the guy. And he's chanting Daniel Bryan. And I turned to him, and he looked at me, and I said, you know, that's the guy who I want to show up to. He says nothing, doesn't give me any acknowledgement in his face, turns away, and chants again. And in that moment, mentally, I go, well, enough of that. Well, it sounds like... trying to connect to a person. It sounds like you confronted him, he wasn't ready, and then over the course of that two-hour, 45-minute pay-per-view, he then slowly built up his confidence to talk (laughs) at you, Scott, instead of with you. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't want to be an armchair psychologist on this, but it sounds (laughs) like he just needed to bolster his confidence. Yeah. You turned that key, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good for him. I hope he's not listening. Well, I, he probably wasn't. I mean, honestly, I think the worst thing is, if I had been sitting in your place, I probably would have ended up talking to him. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, you want Daniel Bryan to be here? Me too. <laughs> Me too. I don't know what's <laughs> happening to my voice. <laughs> Me, Me too. too. I'm patronizing you. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, I thought it was a really fun show. It was, it was first a great Helen show. I'd ever seen, uh, and we got to see two of them. Uh, people differ on which one they like the best, which, hey, that's fine and well, fair. you gotta say you like more, one more than the other. I mean, come on. Well, honestly, I think the weirdest part is watching... Really? What was your favorite Bon mi sandwich you've ever had, Steve? Well, out of all the Bon mi sandwiches I've had, they've mm-hmm. all been pretty great because they were on French bread <laughs> and they were done with authentic spices. Uh, these, as Staples Center had said in the marquee, Fresh. Jalapenos that I don't know if they did or not. I don't know. It, if it was, did. Were it they? It, I don't know if they had, had fresh jalapenos because I was putting my jalapenos on from your nachos. No other adjectives were used in the description of the Bon Mi sandwich at Staples Center with the exception of fresh jalapenos. That's true. Their sriracha mayo is years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very, very old. I think there's something weird. They about- were there when, uh, when uh, old wrestler <laughs> something- God damn it, good one, buddy. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> no, I believe you. Sets set sail for for brighter seas. Taz is right. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Laughed. Wow. <laughs> bon me. <mi>, wow. <laughs> More like chicken sandwich. Wow. Um. There's something strange to me about a Hell in a Cell match where you see the cell come down and yes. it
1: goes wham 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 and womp, you're womp, like
0: womp, womp, I'm always worried it's gonna fall, but just the same my anticipation is building. And then there's something really weird about the cell being lifted up and the show not being over. The everything now is less important. Wham, 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 yeah. wham, wham, wham. Uh but match of the night. For me? Yeah. Uh Wyatt and Reigns was really cool. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Um strangely enough, I really liked Cena and Del Rio. Really? B- yeah, and I'll tell you why because there's something really strange about those matches when you know someone's going to be leaving for a long time. So you're always kind of like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Because I know something, like you know what the outcome is, but you kind of still want to be surprised. And so, one, Del Rio coming out was a huge surprise. And then also like Cena doing, like what was that, maybe 11 minutes, 12 minutes? It's sort of strange for a guy who you're sort of used to doing main event stuff or closing. I mean, not lately, but there's just something very strange about those matches where you know how it's going to end. And to me, it still felt like, It felt solid. It still felt entertaining. Even though I knew how it was going to end, I was like, oh, yeah, these two guys work well together. We're also missing a major uh, component in that match. Zeb Coulter? That's right. Yeah. That was a shocker. Who did you think when Zeb came out that he was going to introduce? Jack Swagger. But I wanted it to be Cesaro or somebody new, like someone we hadn't heard of. I thought he was bringing somebody up from nowhere. Right. Like would be really funny if Coulter ended up with the Wyatt family and be like, Boy, Now boys, come, boys, come on. Let's be reasonable. I want us to go into the pancake house. You're surprised. Oh, you are surprised. Uh, Jack Swagger, long time, long time guest of the show. Rarely here. Jack, how are you doing? It's been so long. Traitor. Me? Traitor. Zeb? Oh, Traitors. All of you. Zeb Coulter. Scott Nesak. Steve, scrotums, all of you, traitors! Jack, we, what's been going on? We haven't seen you in television in a while. Yes, you're pissed. Yes, you're pissed. What's pissed. going on, Jack? Is well, it... oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're there, lively. You saw I what happened. Didn't, to see you I didn't. What... I didn't want to assume. I wanted to give you a chance to explain. When you assume, you make an ass out of me. That's why I didn't want to assume. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Don't assume anything because, obviously, there's no love in this world anymore. There's no trust. Vows mean nothing. Vows? Vows. Did you take a... Oh, I guess every... Every time I put my hands over my heart, I a, make vow. a vow. Yeah, it is a vow. Yeah, and then... Then, Zeb Coulter sides
1: with Alberto Del
0: Rio. Well, I just, for a little bit of hey. clarification...
1: Mexican.
0: Yes, yes, he is. So, not you see the irony in all this? I think it's brilliant. I think it's very fascinating. When Zeb and I used to go to Taco Bell, he used to take upper deckers in all the toilets. That's really gross. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would say. It's super gross. But it was his way of getting back at the immigrants, coming over and making fast food restaurants here. That was the kind of stuff we used to do because we were anti-immigrants. We took a vow. And then he dropped a real American for a Mexican. You know what? It He's is. It Mexican. is a fascinating move by Zeb and WWE. I'm really curious to see how it shakes out. I mean, do you feel like there's longevity in this? Do you think it's a, a fad? How do you feel about it? Jack? I guess pesos talk. You know, I guess pesos talk. <laughs> when you you know, set set boundaries for yourself and you set uh, rules. And you have a goal in mind? Oh, someone could just walk on by and just drop a sack of pesos. Well, Jack, so you're, for you, Jack, you think it's the money. You think the money is dictating the angle and is dictating the wrestling alliance? Clearly. What else was it? Your, you got a United States champion right here. This is true. I haven't smoked weed in like two days. Yep. I was good to go. How are you feeling? Well, I smoked weed just before I came in here, so I'm two a little d- aggressive d- right now. <laughs> well, yeah, two days before this moment. Yeah. I am doing a show right now. I've got to be... You've got to get in the zone.
1: got to get in the zone. I got to get in the zone you got to get in the zone i do not <laughs> Well...
0: Now, if Zeb is with Del Rio and Del Rio is with Zeb, I mean, where does that leave you? I mean, do you feel like, do you have a position, maybe something that you can pitch for yourself where you can get back on television? I am going to audition for a Robert Rodriguez movie. Okay, as uh, any role in particular? Shark Boy. Ah, yes. Now, you're talking about Shark Boy and Lava Girl, the film that Robert Rodriguez wrote for his young son at the time. That's right. Yes. That's right. Uh, but then I find out there's a lawsuit pending against Robert Rodriguez where the actual TNA shark Sharkboy made a lot of money and then he has to pay out every time he uses that. So kind of a catch-22 right there. Can't really. Yeah, it sounds like it could put you at definite risk. Yeah, so it's not really working out right there. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just say, hey, WWE, you can suck on these uh, American nuts right here, and I'll just go to TNA and I'll be in the TNA World Title Series. You know that? Be- I got five points. What do you think of that shit? Well, I, I got think- five points. I think that'd be definitely I'm interesting. I think that'd be definitely interesting to see you in a TNA arena for yeah, a while. Yeah, would it? Yeah, I think would so. Would you watch? Uh, I mean, I'd think about it. Would you get Destination America starring the real American, Jack Swagger? If I could find Destination America. Would you pay for it? Would you. Because. I- I kind of need to know this for contract negotiations. Oh, like, if what, you, can say can what be, you're bringing to the table. Legitimate viewers I'm bringing. Like, am I bringing C. Well, Scrotum? I mean, I appreciate I you saying Scott that. I mean, I think Jack? Scott and I, especially with the podcast, we do bring in some cachet. I mean, would it be as Oh, a- it's all about the cachet. You too, huh? No. Oh, Mr. Pesos. No wonder you're paying your It was just, it, to me, it was very interesting, Jack, because you, know what the, you knew what the outcome had to be. You knew, everyone knew that Cena was leaving for a little while. Honestly, Del Rio coming back, well, pleasant surprise. Uh, when you say it's interesting, that's interest and ass ting. It's says your ass ting. It's what it is. It's full of ass. I, so a bunch of Rio is an ass. Jack, I'm sorry. Are you He's okay? You're scribbling notes furiously. I'm on the, trying to. i a one man play. <laughs> I look. That's how I've been wronged by the system. I can. I can understand that. I'm Mexican has taken everything away from me. I am a real American. Do you understand the kind of hurt this brings to my heart when my pseudo-father, Zeb Coulter, has guided me all this way to be the greatest American wrestler of all time? And I thought I was going to have my moment against John Cena, the United States champion. And Zeb had instructed me, real quick, Go take an Upper Decker at the Staples Center. And I was doing that. Oh, wow. And well. then I hear the music hit of Alberto Del Because that's what we used to call him when we were on the road together. Mm-hmm. So it was super funny. And then I'm here I am. And there was no toilet paper. And I was stuck. I couldn't do a run-in or anything. And then the title's lost. And I lost my father. Jack, I am I never thought of it that way. I had no idea. I'm sorry to hear that. I know it sounds like it must have been quite a shock for you. It's a real big shock. And I had dry, itchy butt all day. Yeah, I bet, you, I bet you did. I bet you did have a dry, itchy butt. I had to ruin my singlet because I, I wiped with my singlet. Yeah, well, so that singlet's gone. There's that nothing... new U.S. champion, Zach Swagger. You can suck it, Steve Scrotum and Scott Zach. Well, honestly, now... Listen I'm... to Curtin's available on the County Podcast well, Network. Geez, I jeez, what a sound double-edged sound sword. sword. You told us to suck it, and you're promoting our show. ProWrestlingLute.com. So... Get 10% off your first grade using the code SCOTT. Yeah, it sounds like you did a lot for us, but you—you you, now that singlet is... It's uh, covered in away. feces. But you threw it away? No, I'm not going to throw money down the drain. It's just covered in feces. Here, I brought it for you guys to frame and put it up on the wall. Uh... Well, I was going to thank you for having it in that Ziploc bag, but it looks like you had to get in there, so you ripped a hole in the Ziploc bag. I sure did. Here, I'll put it out like a tablecloth. No, There, there we are. Will check. You know what I feel like right now? What do you feel like? Boba Fett... How so? Like, this is Han Solo. We'll just put him on the wall. Oh, the carbonite. And then, here, put it up to your face. I'm someone who loves you very much. I'm someone that loves you. (laughs) I can't even do the joke. (laughs) Well, Jack, thank you very much for bringing this. Uh... I'm going to talk to Scott, and we might get this turbo-placked, and so just so it won't get damaged when we put it on the wall. Good thinking. And maybe like an epoxy or some sort of resin on it, just to sort of keep it for time memorial. Epoxy on both Zeb Coter and Alberto Del rio house. Epoxy on them both, I say. Jack, thank you very much for joining us, Jack Swagger. You're welcome. Oh, man. Vengeful, Scott. Very vengeful. Childish. Childish. Incredibly Childish. Hey, could you? Would you mind grabbing the singlet off the table real quick? All uh, right, let me just use our barbecue tongs. Oh man, I was gonna barbecue later. You say you're gonna barbecue, but you never do. I always, you always steam I, the pot stickers too. It's, two. it's it's too. It's so too. It's so too. <laughs> so too. Oh, I can't. I can't tell a lie. I have to tell the tooth. Tell the tooth. Um, the tooth shall set you free. Hmm. Let's keep this going, shall we? <laughs> Did you watch any of the Fallout from uh, no. I No. I should point out something, Scott. When I get home, <laughs> if my TV's on, it's either Project Runway, America's Next Top Model, or any of the movies in your DVD library that you have on Vudu that you allowed me to use your login to watch. I see. That is all of the stuff that's on in my house. Okay. Well, I also know you look at the internet far more than I do. That's for pornography. (laughs) That's for pornography and superhero news. You don't beat off to wrestling? No. (laughs) Oh, brother, you are missing out. Did you know Hulk Hogan did a sex tape? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Grab your meat and beat your feet. For life. Uh, Yeah, you can see Xbox Wiener. You can see Hulk Hogan's Wiener. um, You can see Seth Rollins' Wiener. I feel like that's a website. Not all on the same tape, Steve. <laughs> Don't let me lead you astray. Oh, you know what? What's the point then? <laughs> um, <laughs> why watch Why watch Iron Man when you could watch The Avengers? <laughs> I guess that's entirely true. I hadn't thought about it that way. No wonder ladies like The Avengers so much. Yeah, it's all about the wiener. Hmm. Oh, somebody's buzzing for me. <laughs> um... No, there was a, you know, they they established a new number one contender on Raw. Roman Reigns, Asked. after the gauntlet match, Fatal 4-Way, that he won. See, you know this. I keep up to date with it. I always, there's always a shame to it that I didn't watch it, but there isn't that much shame because I then did gain three hours on Monday night. Yes, I've been watching Raw live now for a couple of weeks, um... And it is exhausting. Well, that's the other thing is if I was to watch it, I'd probably be watching it alone. So I I don't have any interest in doing that. I'd rather watch it with you or with Mickey or with Mark or with Steven Spielberg. You know, just (laughs) anybody that's available. Uh, Yeah, I think Spielberg is probably more available than you think. He is so critical about it because he's always talking about composition. It's like, how am I supposed to know what's going on if I have the sound off? I can't listen to the commentators. And I'd be like... (laughs) stevie you've got to deal with the writers because those commentary team is so banal they they tell the story in the ring steven they tell the story in the ring yeah you don't need the additional story told in your ears the worst is when he turns his little his baseball cap around Mm -hmm. and then he wants to wrestle that's the worst is when steven spielberg turns his baseball cap around he's like let's wrestle and then kate capshaw shows up with a referee shirt oh she's not supposed to be there they got divorced oh no no wonder she wants to call down the line <laughs> She's biased are they still together kate capshaw and Steven Spielberg? why not because a hollywood couple that stayed together since the 80s is a very big deal i would think they are still together i didn't see in variety magazine that they weren't together well it might have been a decade ago that kate capshaw spielberg <laughs> broke up with the, with the berg that's terrible I mean, did you just always assume that they... Is that why he made so many movies there for a while that stunk? Is that why AI was just awful? Because him and Kate Capshaw weren't together? Well, honestly, like, I think we've talked about this before. Temple of Doom is so fucking weird because he was going through a divorce during that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, like, that's what's. I didn't. So, the whole kidnapped your children is just like, yeah, that's what my fucking bitch of uh, a wife is trying to do. I don't know. But, like, if when you think about it that way, I'm like, this movie is really dark and, like, it has its redeeming moments, but it's like, that's a horror film. That's a great horror film. Yeah, I love it. It is so good. I, I'm saying this to the guy who's wearing an amazing Mola Ram t shirt right now. It's yes. Awesome. But I think he met Kate Capshaw on temple of doom he must have and casting couch yes that scene never made it into the movie <laughs> <laughs> they somehow turned that into the mind t- the the mine cart race do you think that existed for wrestling the casting couch oh probably i mean like wcw ted turner's <laughs> going all right Who's going to run this thing? Eric Bischoff? Honestly, I think just something completely based around the idea of, like, pure masculinity and, like, primal physicality. I think there's always going to be some sort of predatorial aspect of preying on someone who wants to succeed. Right. Do you think it happened with the guys? There's always those jokes that I heard when I was getting back into wrestling attitude era that people always say, like, oh, you got to get through Pat Patterson to get a job at the WWF. I mean— Probably. I think I'm sure there's some people that did. Would you do sexual acts in order to get in the WWF? Not with Pat Patterson. Hmm. Who would be the guy? Oh, uh, geez. Like Lita or like Trish Stratus? <laughs> I mean, if I have to. And what if a I'm creep. And if I'm married, then I mean, I probably would just have to really reconsider or talk to my wife about, you know. Honey, this is a really big this, opportunity. Yeah. But, uh,. <laughs> Baby, it's Jacqueline. I don't have a choice on this. <laughs> she's a uh, she's holding the phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. That's. It's a weird time that I think all of that stuff is gone now. Like the build, the mods, the bullying, and all that stuff. It seems like a lot of that is going away. Well, honestly, right? No, I have a feeling. Like, honestly, as a total wrestling outsider, it's just something that I really like. I don't know enough about the inner workings of the business, but I feel like. In the world we live in now, it's probably just gotten either hidden better or like it's just sort of more rare. I don't think it's gone away. I think it's just gone underground. Hey, uh, Jamie Noble, do you want a better action figure? You know what to do. Z- zip. <laughs> but look what what are kids gonna do with me in a suit? <laughs> oh, I'm they'll fine. figure out something. <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. No one wants to play with uh, uh, J and J Security and pretend I'm James Bond, okay? <laughs> I've been on an island. I grew a goatee. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, James Bond, the new Spectre movie. Looks cool. It's got really... Batista in it. Mr. Hinks. Mr. Hinks? More important... Is he a cat? I don't know. More importantly than that, a good friend of Batista's showed up at the premiere of Spectre. Do you know who? I saw that photo. Yeah. Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Fully gray. Yeah. Uh, I... Obviously, did, listeners. What noise did you make when you saw that photo? Uh, I think I went, "Oh, cool!" <laughs> I was at, I was, I said it I was out at loud. a funeral. Yeah, I, was, I said it at the funeral. The priest was like, "Shh," and I was like, "Shane McMahon at the Spectre premiere with Batista." And then, and the, then uh, the, the, priest the priest was doing the da- the Show Me the Money dance. Yeah, exactly. Money, money, money. He did the, the weird little, little dancing <laughs> boxing sort of uh, <laughs> <juke him> out. <laughs> Where did you see this photo? Uh, online. Well, oh, right, right, but where, where, where were you when you saw Shane McMahon at the Specter premiere? Uh, where was I? It was in a crowded room, and I saw, it, and I went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was really pleased, and honestly, I immediately was like, I gotta talk to Scott about this because I'm a huge Shane McMahon fan. You and are, you love him. Seeing him like in rare circumstances, like it's awesome. He could, like, if they really need to pull out, like, all stops, just have Shane McMahon show up for a 15 second promo. No, I don't care. Yeah, they've been pulling Austin these last couple of weeks. He's been showing up. That's for 2K, blah. Right. And it's strange because, yeah, there's nothing else where everybody's going, like, is he going to get in the ring for WrestleMania? 100,000 seats? Like, what's going on? If you brought Shane out there, hundred thousand seats. What are they putting folding chairs in the aisle? That's right, they, <laughs> they are. They're, they're making a fire hazard. Yeah, they're show. selling stair. They're selling stair seats. Mm-hmm. Hundred thousand. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't hear. That's got to be a record. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they're trying to do. A record. Jesus Christ! That sounds like there's going to be re- like about thirty thousand super disappointed people. <laughs> and those are the ones that are there. Hundred thousand. There's like the- seventy thousand seats around us. Let's move down, let's move down, let's move down. God, that is... I don't know if I want to go now. That sounds terrifying. Oh, just because there will be 100,000... 000... We can rise up and and change wrestling, Yeah, if... If we set it out on this podcast now that if we don't like the booking that we see, we rise up and we tear down the ring. There's only like 60 of them. Yeah, if Ambrose we'll loses, win. we riot. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> That's more like if Ambrose loses, we'll destroy the economic stability of this small county. Yeah, and lucha masks. Yeah! Yeah, 100,000 seats. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's why, that's why there's all the speculation of if it's not Stone Cold, you know, the, everybody thought Stone Cold, CM Punk, that that would still be the match. But there's got to be some dream match in order to tip the scale to 100,000 well they we're talking about rock and Triple H, right, but I feel like that's sort of old hat, yeah, you gotta add Ronda Rousey in there, yeah, you gotta do that tag thing, otherwise it's not ugh it's not it's not enough, it's not enough, yeah, but like, I don't wanna see that i I mean Ronda Rousey Ronda big. Rousey just knocks everybody out in four seconds, yeah. And the rock is just the rock with this. Whoa, hey, whoa, Ooh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, oh, whoa, hey, oh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me buy let me buy you a hot dog. <laughs> and then herr, herr, <laughs> arm snap. Yeah. <laughs> she ate don't, one of his fucking eyes. Don't squeeze her boob, Rock. Yeah. Don't. Doesn't matter who you are. He I mean, but if anybody. <laughs> yeah. I guess. No, I guess it's still assault. No, it's still assault. It's, it's assault, still, but yes. then she, she snaps his arm for yeah, it. Yeah, it's still assault. Um. Yeah. What's a dream match that you could that could add thirty thousand to seventy six thousand? I I said this on a couple different podcasts at this point. The one that I'd want to see because everybody talks Stone Cold Brock. I don't want to see that because I don't want to see Stone Cold get crippled in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's because of Brock. That's not like Stone Cold's not tough enough. Brock's just a fucking unrelenting beast. So I'd rather see Stone Cold Kevin Owens, because I'd want to see all that build up of trash talk between each other. Owens has emulated Stone Cold uh, in his teachings and, like, took his advice. And those guys just shit-talking each other all the way up. They could have a great match, and it is and it is a passing of the torch with shit-talking. And it just sets up Kevin Owens as just that big of a deal. Uh, I like it. I think that's an awesome idea, and I'd love to see it. But I think you booked, like, the best sort of fan show. Like, I feel like it wouldn't—they, like, no one— Owens wouldn't be in the running. They'd have to be, like, so it has to be someone bigger. That's what I feel like the powers that be would say. I want to see that match. I think you're absolutely right. But to me, it doesn't seem like it could be a reality. It would have to be, like, honestly, I was, like, it's not the match I'd want to see. But I think they'd probably more likely do, like, a Cena versus Stone Cold. Uh, maybe, but I also thought... But, like, what you're, but what you're describing, I think, is fucking amazing. But you have a Texas homegrown versus foreign, you know... Foreign hordes. From Montreal, you know. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think what they should do is if they're gonna pack it... Because if you have Stone Cold against Cena, Stone Cold's gonna bury Cena. Yeah. On the mic. Totally. I think what they have to do, honestly, is if they were doing Stone Cold... Like, they do need to do things like Stone Cold versus so, Like, if you're going to have icons, you don't have to have icon versus icon. You just pack the card with icons versus new guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is there is only so many icon versus icon matches I think you could put together. And you don't want to see Sting versus Lesnar, right? No. God, no. <laughs> Jesus. Seth destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's no bueno. I'd rather see, like... Wyatt versus the rock and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like just chop up the whole salad with the like your meaty proteins and your veggies you need because they're going to be around and they're going to carry the company for the next 10 years oh sure yeah Yeah, you gotta have the meaty proteins and veggies and the meaty proteins are your big stars i see Mm -hmm. i'm not a health nut (laughs) (laughs) i mean but i think you're right stone cold and one so what else like you pack the card Oh, Dream Mania, fantasy Dream Mania yeah. bookie fest. Yeah, uh, three point seven. I don't know. I, there's so many. There's so many guys and so many different things. Um, I, I mean, that could be something that down the line I would want to just look at it and come up with a card rather than just go. I guess all of these matches. I don't know. Uh, there's been something that's been talked about too. Harlem Heat has wrestled together for a couple of times down in a uh, reality of wrestling. That's Booker T and. Steve Ray, if you didn't know for some reason. Um, and Dudley Boys, it's both their anniversaries. It's like 20 years that they've both been wrestling. So something like that would be amazing. Another like send-off, these guys. That'd be awesome. Because then again, New Day fucking is stealing everything right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe New Day versus Harlem Heat, because we've seen Dudley. So, yeah, I don't know. There's There's so many good potential things that could happen. And they need to be big because 100,000 seats. They've been doing 60, 70, yes, but that's another 30,000 people to go and to to already know, I guess my seats won't be great. Yeah, and honestly, like, now just thinking about it, they're going to open up probably three, like, five to six hours before showtime. That's a lot of bodies to move. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they know what they're doing. Uh, by that I mean the stadium Yes, yes, I I hope so <laughs> Yeah, they, they have that system in place WWE? I don't know We're hanging 300 people from the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh in uh, <laughs> a healthy way. Jesus Christ, buddy <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so, uh, you know, Hell in the Cell uh, Your favorite match was uh, That one Hell in the Cell My favorite match was the other Hell in the Cell Lesnar Undertaker? Yeah That was great yeah, that was really cool. That was really they cool. They both bled. Yeah. A medic got shoved. Oh, that guy deserved it. Get out of there. <laughs> Get your fingers out of his face. You're not helping anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't know. Is that the z pack guy? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the Z-Pak guy is probably the person who like all right hop up onto the bench and let's see what we got going on i just didn't know if i mean i don't Punk know if he's somewhere and like i don't know if he's ooh, an old timey gray hair with a mustache like a small town doctor that's what i like to pretend it is he's just like well i've been working with the wwe for several years man we're just gonna take care of you, mm-hmm. you just put this giant syringe of something into you oh can't feel a thing get on out there <laughs> oops that was uh that was cancer yeah no, i gave I you put cancer. cancer in there um did you ever see that movie crank well, what we're going to do is give you this serum, and if your heartbeat goes down a certain number of RPM, you're going to die. So, have sex with me to keep your heartbeat up. That's how you move up in the rank. Oh, it's the doctors. Yep. It's the, yeah, it's the yep. sports doctors. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with wrestling, it's just those fucking kinesthesiology majors. You know, Jason Statham is a dummy to have sex with Amy Smart and think that's going to keep his heart rate up. You gotta leave. You can't, you can't go all the way. Yeah. He's going to get sleepy and tired and then die. That's what he did in the movie. No. He had sex with her all the way. Did he? Yeah. That would have killed him. Yeah, that's what my problem with that movie was. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. 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 And if anything, if Biff goes back to the future to give his younger self the sports almanac, the future that he caused from that timeline wouldn't exist when he came back, right? That's where he disappears. He disappears? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, he wouldn't. Uh, he shouldn't have made it back, though, right? No, he was like, oh no, I should have gone back and raped Lorraine like I wanted to. Uh, and he left his cane. Mm hmm. Wow. The demon cane. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Wyatts stole Undertaker and Kane. Oh, they took Kane on Raw, didn't they? Yeah. Mm hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, they're, they've they been taken. Um, It's really weird. I don't know. They're, they're acting like, oh, Survivor Series, we're going to have. Undertaker, and we're going to have uh, the 25 years, and the Wyatts just took them. So I don't know what's going on. I, you know, People thought that maybe we get to see more Undertaker. Uh, you know what? Everybody's talking about the Survivor Series, the 25 years of the Undertaker, where we stand for him, as the promo says. And honestly, I don't know what to think. I don't know if they're going to be on Wyatt's team, if there's going to be teams at all. I don't know who could even hang with the Brothers of Destruction. I don't know who to ask, because I would have asked Kane. Kane's gone. Well, honestly, Scott, because it's Hell in a Cell, and I was so underwhelmed by the pay-per-view afterwards, but I enjoyed it so much while I was watching it, I thought I'd go for a little bit more answers, so I contacted somebody for us. Oh, Brother Love? No, oh. I, I have someone here. It's, Million Dollar Man Titi uh, Biasi? His name is Robert Rom. Robert Rahm? Yes, Robert Rahm, and it says he's a part of the legal firm of Voorhees, Graphic, and Rahm. I'm not sure what that means, but maybe you can explain. Okay, uh, Robert Rom of Voorhees Graphic and Rom. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess I guess bring him in here. Uh, it's very. <sighs> Hi guys, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, uh, how can I help you? Hi, you... I'm Robert Rom. I'm a the legal representative of the Undertaker. Oh, you're his lawyer. Yes. You're the Undertaker's lawyer. Yes. Oh. Well, uh, welcome. Is there... Thank you. Thank I, you. I don't know. Do we have to go through some sort of legal... No, no, no. There's no legal proceedings, guys. I just... Uh, I'm here on the behalf of The Undertaker. While we're recording, should I say that? Is that something legally Well, oh, thank you do? for notifying me. I okay. appreciate that. I've taken that into account. I, Robert Rom of... Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. What was my legal... Uh, <laughs> Voorhees, Graphic, and Rahm. Yes, yeah, Voorhees, Graphic, and Rahm is full aware that I'm on a podcast right now. Okay, uh I, I'm not a sexual offender. Is that something I also have to let you know? No, you're welcome to let me know that. I okay, appreciate you letting me know that. I'm just, definitely I'm not more comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> um look, you seem really jittery and uh, nervous. Is this is this your first podcast? No, no, no. Uh it, I actually we have several legal podcasts that I'm a part of as Voorhees, uh, Graphic and ROM. Um What are some of those podcasts? Uh well, I'll probably ask you again at the end if you you know. They're just legal casts. We just go over talking, we just sort of talk basic law, uh maritime law, tax law. Sometimes we read transcripts, uh legal documents. Um huh, little known fact, uh they posted uh the uh Hulk Hogan some um, uh, his uh, legal documents from his last year in the WCW. Hmm. What? Yeah. What are those? Yeah, just some uh, outlining is His uh, his, uh, his paydays and stuff. It's quite interesting if you're a lawyer or if you're not. I mean, I'm a lawyer, and I thought it was a little bit interesting. Okay, well, we seem to have a different sense of humor, I'd say. (laughs) I mean, legal documents. Yeah, it's not really stuff I don't really understand. It's like reading gibberish. Yeah, but I mean, you think about it if you're a lawyer. It makes a lot more sense. I guess it does. Mm -hmm. I guess it does. Yeah. What's going on with The Undertaker? Oh, he has been, I don't know. Uh, what? as his representative, I try to keep in touch with The Undertaker as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but honestly, he doesn't talk to yep. me. Oh. Um, I do a little bit of salary negotiation with WWE, but most of the time when I see The Undertaker, I crap my pants. Gross. Oh yeah, I'm a pants crapper. Is it, are you just saying like, oh, I get scared? Uh, yeah, I don't say that. I just crap my pants. If I was to say, oh, I'm scared, I, he already knows. You really crap your pants? Yeah. I'm a pants crapper. Oh. Uh, As a lawyer, I deal with the spookier and scarier members of the WWE. Oh, who else do you represent? Uh... Well, I've got the Boogeyman. Oh. Uh, I've also got uh, Kane when he's wearing the mask. Demon Kane. Yes, yes, yes. Who else? Any other? Because there's been a lot throughout the years. There has been a lot of scary I mean, wrestlers. you know your clients. I'm uh, sure yeah. I could just name them. Yeah. You know them. I know them. Yeah. Who yeah. else? <laughs> I Look. Do you represent all the scary ones in the I past? I represent a lot of the scarier wrestlers. Who else? Uh, Sting at Halloween Havoc. When he was wearing the mask, when they <laughs> lit him on fire, I, he wanted representat- representation on that one. Sure. In case he got burned. Yeah. Um, I also dealt with uh, spooky Heidenreich. Not <laughs> normal Heidenreich. We dealt with scary Heidenreich. Yeah, the, the pushy one against yeah, Michael Yeah, not the, as soon as he started moving to poetry, we were like, sorry, you're not spooky enough. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. made me crap my pants. Mordecai? Uh, not scary enough. Oh, he Yes, I okay. was on the side of the light. Okay. Corporate Ministry Undertaker was actually, uh, it was a, um, it was a dare that we had in the office Look at uh, Voorhees uh, uh, a Stereo uh, nope. b- uh, Graphic. Yep. I'm sorry, I'm crapping my pants. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, I get nervous. I just got my name uh, on the side of the building, guys, and I just, I I want to make sure The Undertaker's taken care of, but at the same time, guys, I'm just not prepared. Have you talked to Michelle McCool? Who? His wife.
1: Oh my god. What? He's married? Yes,
0: he's married! Oh, wow. Again? Yes, it didn't work out with Sarah. Well, I don't want to tell a poops shitting joke, pants shitting joke, but the last divorce was pretty messy. Uh, yeah. Look, we're not comedians. We have a different sense of humor. Who's we? Me at the lawyer firm. Yeah, what's the name of your firm? Voorhees, Graphic, and Rom. Okay, you say it very confidently. Well, now. there's Alan Voorhees, and there's Tom Graphic, and there's me, Robert Rahm. <laughs> huh? Look, we're all lawyers, so we're out to make a name for ourselves, and when you're only working with r- spooky wrestlers, it's a lot of laundry. Sure. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. It sounds like it's a very very taxing job, and it's very... I, I don't... Look, you, I... you can I, can I got I say... a proposal from WWE for what the payday for The Undertaker is going to be at Survivor Series. How much? Coke, okay. Uh, it's a sliding scale. Because they don't even know what they're going to do yet, and I don't even know how to prep him. Well, shouldn't she be also working with the Wyatt family? They're rather spooky. Oh my god. Man, they are the spookiest. Yeah. Are you... Well, I got. I can't tell if you're representing them and you're double dipping, or you're not representing. I got to talk to Alan Graphic about this back at the base. I got to find out what are are you representing the Wyatt family? No, we're not. We're we're a bunch of pants. We're a bunch of pants shitters. <laughs> we're pants shitting lawyers, and we don't. Uh, I can't even. We're not even. We're not even uh, representing the spookiest wrestlers out there right now. Yeah, you're not. You're really. You're really shitting your pants on this one. I... I, look, can I tell you, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? It's a podcast. I prefer you did. Good. All right. I thought I was getting the spookiest wrestler out there after The Undertaker. Do you want to know who I got? Who? Bo Dallas. Scary, (laughs) scary Bo Dallas. He is creepy. Yeah. I'll give you creepy. I was going baby teeth scary, and I should have been going spooky scary. Yeah, spooky word scary. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. uh, uh, Twelve uh, Monkeys gesturing. Robert De Niro from uh, Rising... uh, Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. (laughs) Yeah. That's not true. That's not true. It's from Rising... Um, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Cape Cape Fear. fear. Rising Cape Fear. Uh, I was look. Did you think raising Cain? Yeah, John Lithgow. Demon Cain. All right, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't know what you want here. You didn't know the Undertaker was married. You seem to be crapping your pants. You seem to be ill fit for your job. I think there should be another lawyer representing the Undertaker. I think your old firm is a joke. Alright, alright. My name is Alan Voorhees, and obviously John Rom here ruined Robert Rom, excuse me, John Robert Rom. I think you're a joke shit. too,
1: buddy. I no, think you no, don't no. know what's going on either. I don't
0: shit the bed under any circumstances. I'm a Voorhees of Voorhees Graphic and Rom, and we are an actual law firm. Well, I'm glad you stopped by on this pro wrestling comedy podcast. To make everything so clear. Are you like, all right, Robert? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I shit my pants. That's all right. You're a pants-shitting lawyer. I'm not a pants-shitting lawyer. I eat shit pants for breakfast. And don't you get in my client's face. Look, I think you just need to take uh, both of you and Graphic from out of the guest breakfast lounge and get out of here. <laughs> Did somebody say Graphic? Get out of here. Fine. If you see the Undertaker, have him call us. I don't see. All right, get go go. Scott, I don't like lawyers. You know what? Now I don't. All right, good. I did. I don't now. Well, it smells like two things were shit on in here. (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. That kind of show, huh? Yeah, it's like surf and turf. (laughs) That's so gross. Uh, It's time for jerk tweets. I Um, don't know what. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at and Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Uh, before I say that, thank you to Lung Full Design and ZShoe on Twitter for sending us screenshots because one of my tweets made it on the raw scroll. Calm down, Steve. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god, my breath was taken away. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> huh? Well, I don't care. I told you about this earlier, I saw the screen grab of it, mm-hmm. and I was so excited that it was during a Alberto Del Rio and Daniel Bryan match. <laughs> yeah, not quite, buddy. And then I realized that Neville's been stealing Daniel Bryan's trunks. Mm-hmm. That was someone else's ass. Yeah. Yeah, we, we show up right during their butts. It's great. Yeah, it's classic. It mm-hmm. eh, makes sense. It makes sense for it's us. It's a good fit. Yeah, so one of my my tweets uh, showed up on Raw. So thank you to those guys for doing the screen grab because I'm too stupid to figure out how that stuff works. And uh, they sent it. So uh, we got some jerk tweets here. Simply Neil One Neil's back. Uh, He says, I have begun to think NXT should almost be a brand alone taking on WWE. What do you think? Uh, Aren't they already? It feels like it. Yeah. But it's all in-house. It's very strange how they've managed to make that happen. I think it's really cool. I think it's kind of belittling to say, moving up to the big leagues or getting called up to Raw, because I feel like respect both of them for what they are. Right, but if you were to have Brock Lesnar show up at NXT, don't you feel that no one stands a chance? Uh, Look, my man Enzo Amore brings it every time. <laughs> yeah, and he can take it. <laughs> uh, Like Kevin Owens, I think, in NXT was just as badass as he is now. Mm -hmm. I mean obviously he's But now he's up in the big big leagues leagues. Yeah it's true Uh, You know what there is a psychological element I think Right Well it's uh, the wrestling chase that there was for titles Now exists with NXT of the chase getting up to the main roster It's just odd that there's not really More of a separation Well there's not a way that they get into the big leagues Like Tyler Breeze has just debuted Oh, he debuted this last SmackDown. Oh, you mean and like He just showed up. There should be That's like, like there's, there's, He's ready now. What's the final hurdle? Yeah. And it shouldn't be, you know, the Ascension losing the tag belt so they can show up and in, in on Raw. It shouldn't be Yeah, all oh, failure. Yeah. Well, let's mm-hmm. go to the big one. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if one, it is nice that they're separate, but if they do want to link that they're moving them up, then maybe it is a gauntlet, maybe it is a finals match or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe it so you're is fighting for a contract. Yeah, the, I like move. If you're gonna make it the big leagues, then make it a goal. You got to mm-hmm. earn it. You can't yeah. just go. Oh, why am I still at this show? Oh, it's a wax Paul Heyman's head match. <laughs> Everybody wants to win that. That means you got to sculpt the finest. Wax Paul Haney Yeah, it's head. not a, a bulge joke. That's an actual art <laughs> joke. Uh so yeah, I think I think they've caused separation within it and I think it's it's amazing how fans prefer one over the other and it's just it's all pouring in the same pockets. Yeah, Vince McMahon's. Mm-hmm. Um and then Brian Spoon 79 says Earl Hebner was caught selling WWE merch from the back of his car. And according to Miz on the show Table for Three this week, Miz's dad would forge Mike's and others autographs. Do you think he and Earl should go into business together? Now, this is fascinating. I I, I watched Table for Three. I highly recommend the show. It's really fun. Uh, one of the best ones being the Daniel Bryan, Ryback, and Dolph Ziggler one. That one's really funny. But this one, The Awesome Club, I think it's called, it's uh, Miz... Curtis Axel and our truth they're telling stories about Mrs. dad and how he would forge signatures and he was uh, referring to other wrestlers that he liked more than his son, which we've all heard here yeah. several times over. Um, and uh, then we know the story from long ago. The reason that Earl Hebner was fired was he was selling WWE merchandise on his own, not through the company. Honestly, I don't think they should go into business to, together. Why not? Because they're, it's a competition. It's an honorable competition. Honor Among Thieves. Yes, yes. And and it, honestly, Mrs. Dad is going to put Hepner out of business. Oh, you're taking yeah. sides. Yeah. Mrs. Dad. Honestly, I think what a lot of people don't know is that Mrs. Dad is probably f- uh, forging signatures of current wrestlers. You think so? Probably more than just miss because it sounded like he was just forging a signature and getting free stuff. Getting the way free you meals. tell that story sounds like he's writing John Cena and checks and making sure that he's getting his down payments on that uh, IHOP franchise. I think the hardest part would be that him to convince everyone that he's Miss's dad. Yeah, I can see that being pretty difficult. But do you see these photos and stuff on Instagram? He's always partying and stuff. He's going to like these bars and. Like, I don't need there? to see the Instagram. He's been on the show a dozen times, Scott. I know the guy's a party animal. Yeah, but he's just living it up. I mean, I I, I don't know. I think they should go into business together. I think that'd be really great. Wow, the first rift of curtain jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well, this show's come uh, to a final <laughs> episode. It's all over. Good thing we uh, thought the same of all the movies we watched. Yeah, good thing we cleared our, that up on our gets jerked episodes. Hey, Steve, what'd you think of Knucklehead? Oh, God, it was great. God damn it. <laughs> um, well, I think, I, I don't know. I think they should go into business together. All right, well, put, bring up a plan and we can present it to both of them. Okay. Go into business together. But I said bring up a plan. I'd like to bring this meeting to order. Thank you. They should go into business Did together. Did someone need a lawyer? No. I'll be back in the guest breakfast lounge. No, leave. Get out of here! No, oh, they just wafted shit smell in again. Ugh. Ugh. Distracting from this shit smell. I, you know what? Honestly, I can't tell the difference between Alan Voorhees, Robert Rahm, and Mister Graphic. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It is rather confusing. Yes, it three. is.
1: You not know, as confusing as people not going into business with me.
0: Earl Hebner. Yeah. Earl Hedner's here, everybody. Uh. uh Gee, you just snuck out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't think that I make a big enough impression when I enter the womb. But what about now with these shades on? When you enter the womb? Whose womb are you entering? Bitches be like, ooh, my womb.
0: <laughs> That's so disgusting. Oh, you're an older man. I don't know if I want to be thinking about that.
1: Do you want me to call it the p p p p
0: p p No, I don't want you to do that.
1: Fine. When I put my erect member in the virginas.
0: Oh, Earl! All right, we don't need a.
1: Fine, if you don't want to hear about a real pimp, <laughs> maybe we just talk about some a little bit of business. Yeah, do you uh,
0: do you want to address that from long ago? You you sold WWE merchandise on your own, stealing from the company. You're just kicking back and nodding your head. Do you you don't want to address that? You don't want to put that bed was that true is that what happened
1: pimps be getting prayed you know exactly what I said motherfucker
0: <laughs> what is happening to you Earl <laughs> why are you
1: doing this cause I'm a big deal businessman now yeah, w- and everybody gotta pay
0: look you're a TNA hall of famer that doesn't change you it doesn't make you into a different person You're you're just the same guy Earl
1: <laughs> you mean it I mean, you know I can what? still just be good old kind-hearted old Hebner? You don't have to get all patty about it. Look, I I, I want you to be I'm you. I'm serious. You mean I can be all good old kind-hearted old Hebner? You can, yeah, absolutely. Oh, great. Look, that whole business thing a long time ago, I just got really caught up selling T-shirts out of the back of my hatchback. And I was like, I can make a business out of this. And then suddenly the money started rolling in. Quarters, dimes, dollar bills, tens. And I was like, you hit the big time.
0: Who's whose merch were you selling the most? Who's the highest selling superstar? Back then? Yeah.
1: I was selling some pretty sweet Billy Gunn memorabilia. <laughs> Mr. Ass? Yeah. Look, a lot of people don't know this, but I was making my own Mr. Ass t-shirts.
0: Earl Hebner, you were making your own Mr. Ass t-shirts.
1: Yeah, you want to know how I did it? Yes. Okay, so after a big event, I'm doing it. After I call the matches, I go back to catering and I need all this you re-
0: refereed them? what I say? Called them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're a commentator. Look, I call it the whole match while I'm. Look, when I'm refereeing. You commentary when, when you're I'm refereeing? refereeing, I'm calling the whole match when I'm in the ring. You really? Yeah. So what does it sell like? So, so I keep track of the match. I'll go. Triple H, so assassin, assassins doing vicious knees. strike. Okay, counter three now, Earl. One, two, two. That was two, everybody. That was really close. It was two. Oh no, Earl doesn't see that the rock's coming in with a chair. That's when I would be looking at Triple H, and Rock would have a chair.
0: Wow, I, I, I really didn't know that. That's what happens It's
1: is hard You gotta keep track Of it somehow
0: I guess so You gotta call the matches While it's going on Okay so, so you're, you're... I call the
1: match uh-huh. And I go And I'd eat all this Chili back in catering <laughs> Alright a lot of chili Mm hmm. And then I'd eat a bunch of cantaloupe
0: Chili and cantaloupe
1: Let me finish
0: <laughs> I'm just
1: making sure That all everyone right. can Alright i call the match i go back to catering And i eat a lot of chili Then i eat some cantaloupe
0: Call Chili Cantaloupe <laughs>
1: So I call the mansion. and I go back to Catery <laughs> And I eat a whole lot of chili And then I have some cantaloupe Put up a nice little cantaloupe foundation On top of that chili And then I have some more chili And after the chili I have a little bit more cantaloupe A little bit of honeydew Maybe some pineapple Then I go all the way back To my hotel And I pull out the bundles of Hanes White T-shirts I bought earlier in the day From Walmart mm-hmm. I slay them out all over the room and then I shit all over them. <laughs> Earl, why do you think this is so funny? <laughs> I shit all over all the t-shirts. <laughs> why? why would I you I on Mr. A... Ass t-shirts. And I sell them to unsuspecting kids. Kids would buy a shit-covered Mr. Ass shirt? Makes sense, doesn't it? Mr. Ass, feces, calling the match, chili, cantaloupe. I think you were
0: fired... For violating uh, health practices, putting people in danger. I got caught
1: immediately. (laughs) Good. I got caught immediately. Good. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Did you? Yeah.
0: What was the lesson?
1: Don't don't make too many poop jokes. In one, like, hour period, it just it loses its, it honestly loses its flavor. It,
0: you know what? It does lose its flavor, and it might turn certain audience members off.
1: Or it might uh, pull them in. Well, no, oh, it's so- better than doing it on, like, a show when you've got a really big guest and you're doing a really poop-heavy show. Your poop-heavy show's got to be independent from your big gets.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if this show today were to have some really big gets and we were doing poop jokes the entire hour. Oh, like Don Getz? Don Getz, the famous wrestling promoter?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Steve. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't think Don Getz is a guy. Girl. He
1: totally is, and I've been in the the business for years. There's no Don Getz. You know what? And There's I whatever know whatever Don wants, Don Getz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I know a lot of the lawyers in town. I've never heard of uh I've never heard of Bohe's graphic and ROM. We're based out of Orlando. Yeah, right.
1: Everybody is these days.
0: Earl. I'm glad that that has come to an end.
1: Me too. Sounds gross, smells gross, was bad for my health. Look, I'm in the TNA Hall of Fame now, and I have ups and downs. And sometimes I think i got to be a big businessman, and other times i just got to be old, kind-hearted, or have me.
0: Do you think there's ever going to be a partnership between you and Mrs. Dad selling merchandise?
1: I'm not selling merchandise, but probably tag-teaming some poor gal in a hotel lobby. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yes. Did I say that out loud? Yes. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Can I buy you a drink in this hotel bar?
0: No. Oh,
1: sorry. I'm sorry. That is horrifying. I'm sorry. I can't believe that you say those things. I don't know why I said poor girl. I should have said willing
0: girl. I don't know why I said poor girl. Why in public in the hotel lobby? Yeah, we should have. I have a room upstairs. Why did I see the lobby? Earl, are things okay at home? Things are great. How is how's your relationship between you and Dave? You know,
1: Sleeping in my chicken coop. <laughs>
0: Ugh. Sorry to hear that. That your twin brother's sleeping in your chicken coop.
1: All right. Can I have one of those burritos? Yeah, sure. Thanks.
0: You gotta cook it first.
1: <laughs> so cold. <laughs>
0: yeah, I told you.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: Earl. Uh, well, thanks for stopping by.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime you guys need me, just just call me up. I'll meet you in the lobby. Okay.
0: Yeah, sure thing. All right. What a shit show. <laughs>
1: Come on, Scott.
0: What a shit show. Unbelievable. It is. Yeah, it is unbelievable. Fecal look, mania running wild in this one. Look, honestly, I think it's just... Do goes... we get any dicks in at all? No. Oh. Oh, the the, uh, the Avengers joke. Oh, thank God. I was worried we were too off brand. <laughs> uh, somewhere out there, a listener is just breathing the biggest sigh of relief. These are the guys I know. <laughs> yeah. Take that, insiders. Yeah um you know thank you to all of you uh rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes that is big for us there's been a a, an influx of that recently um I I said I would give you guys shout outs as I would so I you know each show I'll I'll give you a shout out for each one of these so thank you uh let's read one here uh Tink1227 says five stars this is the funniest oh geez I can't even say it right smells like shit in here Uh, This is the funniest comedy podcast I've ever listened to. Hashtag forever loyal. If only Scott Narver would follow me back on Twitter. At Chandler Koenig. Did you? No. Oh, when are you? I just brought it up now. I wasn't thinking about it. Did he want Scott Narver to follow him on Twitter? I don't have a Scott Narver. Yeah, there is no Scott Narver on Twitter. What if Steve Sears follows him? Will that suffice? Yeah, put that offer out there. (laughs) Well, Chandler Koenig always uh, chats with us on Twitter. So uh, thank you, Chandler, for doing that. Guys, that helps us out so much. That makes the podcast grow. We're, we're growing in the charts for wrestling. And more people can find out the funny. More guests will want to come to the show. It takes two minutes of your time. You just you give a, a star rating, what you think we deserve, and you write some nice words. The combination is huge for us. And also what's huge is go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code SCOTT. You get 10% off your first crate sent directly to your house. It's a monthly subscription you can cancel any time. Why would you want to when you get cool wrestling stuff sent straight to your house? DVDs, action figures, t-shirts, all kinds of great stuff. I've got one uh, that I got, and I love it. You've heard me talk about it before, and it's got all kinds of cool stuff on there. Um, And now I'm addicted to Roddy Piper bubblegum soda. I'm addicted. He's addicted. I need more of it. So, um... Go check out Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Uh, we've had some fun episodes recently, sitting in with John LaQuasto, Chuck Rice, and Dale Rutledge. It's a good time. Uh, also, after Buzz TV SmackDown recaps, uh, had a lot of fun on there too. So if you want to hear the recap of SmackDown and hear me just tear it apart, uh, the whole uh, deconstruction of the show by just taking it off the rails—that's what I do. What was your favorite rating you gave during the SmackDown show? Oh, I don't. We don't do the ratings of matches. Not anymore. Oh, that was on Main Event is oh, where that was. And now, okay. it's just, now it's just joking about goofy stuff is what I do. And then, of course, if you love video games and you love comedy, 16 Bits Podcast. I do that with Josh Callian, a very, very funny individual. Uh, we have a lot of fun on there. That is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you ever need links to any of this stuff or you want to know more about it, you can tweet us at Curtain and, and I'll send you that info out there. It's true. Yes, it is true. That's true. Uh, so we got more stuff uh, planned in the future. I might be gone here for a couple of weeks, uh, so we'll see what the plan is. We'll see what Steve's got up. I hope you like future. a ghost ship full of gasoline, because I'm going to burn this mother down. Yeah! So I'm a Dirks. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, Itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait until the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us. Uh, like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during it. You, could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there, you can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so it's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard <laughs> about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh did i say that twice (laughs) (laughs) meow (laughs) ah shit Uh, so it's all there available for you we're uh, got some new videos ideas videos ideas oh this one's being thrown away (laughs) it'll get chopped up or it'll stay exactly the same it'll be at the end of every episode (laughs) until the end of time oh please (laughs) throw that meteor down quick
1: receive this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com <laughs> hey
0: ready when you no, are what's oh or why white
1: family takes you
0: do 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 scandal life